This is the Legs and Eggs Podcast, starring Fupa Jones, Heather Heather, Clem Stonestone, and Sarah Zeruthless. Hello, all you leggers and eggers. This is Fupa Jones. I'm Fupa Jones of the Legs and Eggs podcast. By now, you probably know what the Legs and Eggs podcast is because we've been around for one whole year and you're listening to us right now. In fact, you're listening to the Legs and Eggs one year anniversary show. God damn, this show has lasted almost as long as my marriage to Clem Stump and my affair with Heather, but not quite. On behalf of all of us here at Legs and Eggs, I'd like to thank you for sticking with us this whole year. It's been a shitty, shitty year for most of us. I hope it hasn't been for you. It's not been great for us, but we've been doing the podcast. It's been great for Heather, though, because she's been getting my D on the reg much more than Clem Stump. But don't tell her. Anyway... If this is your first time listening to Legs and Eggs, you're in for a treat because we're cramming a whole bunch of our good shit down your throats right the fuck now. Nothing but 100% pure grade A whatever the hell comes out of eggs. Albumin. It's albumin. 100%, 95% albumin, 5% yelp. So without further ado, I present to you the Legs and Eggs One Year Anniversary Spectacular. <laughs> and I'd fuck Hunter Biden from Fupa needs to be in every episode because that is still my favorite thing of all time. I'd still fuck him <laughs> even now. <laughs> why, 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 why not? He's clean now. Yeah, but still, the damage is done. Look, you know, I I can't always choose my shot, but I can take the shot. That's true. If you knew Hunter Biden was on the other side of the glory hole, would you stick your dick in it? Probably. <laughs> I might have a few conditions, but I, I got to figure them out first. What if it was a no loads refused glory hole? Come down. Pimped out, come down. I reserve the right to refuse my own load. Like if I if I decide not <laughs> to unload, that is my body, my choice. <laughs> For work parties, for Yankee swaps, show the people you care about best by getting them something special, something they've been waiting their whole lives for, a pair of underwear from Sniffer.com. I mean, technical difficulties is a part of my life, period. Just what this podcast is about. <laughs> Where, like, the audio get, got squished. We don't care. We're going to play that shit anyways. Exactly. <laughs> Episode 23 of Technical Difficulties.
Hunter, stop taking the scrub daddy. Every time I buy one, it's fucking gone when I go to do the dishes. Go get your own fucking scrub daddy. Yeah, hi, when you get a second, just give me a quick call. I'll talk to you then. Okay, thanks. Take care. Hey, Hunter. It is January 7th, and here are my final thoughts on the vote for Speaker of the House. Two days ago, I said Kevin McCarthy would not be voted Speaker unless he sucked everybody's dick. So my conclusion for this final round 15 was that Kevin McCarthy went around and gave two-thirds of the Republican conference blowjobs in order to get their vote. The next two years are going to be an absolute fucking joke. These fucking Republicans aren't going to do anything. They're going to hold everything up. Every bill they send to the Senate or the White House is going to get vetoed. Nothing's going to get done the next two years. I'm calling from Family Kitchen. You order online, have the one, the broccoli with the bean curd, and you the instruction say curry sauce on the side. That means you don't need the brown sauce, and the, that means your, your order, you want steam, and not saute, right? I, want, I would like to confirm that first. Thank you, bye. Um, I just wanted to call and tell you that I saw that video of you um, sliding in the pool with that hooker filming you, and I was just calling to see if you were okay, but also, like, I just feel like I can't look at you the same now that I've seen you pulling on your deck. Things are definitely going to be weird between us, eye contact-wise. But, um, yeah, so that's all I wanted to say. Um, guess I'll talk to you later. Pull it back. Don't be sleazy. Better clean that shit, because it is cheesy. Didn't know it was turtleneck season. I didn't know it was turtleneck season. Cock the barrel, and I don't need a reason. Look at my crotch, you're just teasing. It's only small because it's freezing. It's turtleneck season. I like to let it loose, I like to let it free. I got a long turtleneck that hangs to my knees. It's turtleneck season. It's turtleneck season. Better be believing it's turtleneck season. Mm. Did you fart in your dad's pajamas? Like they weren't pajamas. They were a waistband with shredded dick and balls out. <laughs> bowl out. He woke up like this. <laughs> walked around like this on weekends. Balls out. Good for him. Yeah. But not for me. I'm in fucking high school. And it's just like balls out dad Saturday. Sitting there eating French toast with a lake of butter on it. Dick and balls waving with his farts in the wind. Needless to say, you went to your friend's house. Oh, no. Why did I miss the show? Did you know that the A-hole and the B-hole are the same hole? 
But if you want a C-hole, you've got to go to OnlyFans.com slash Fupa Jones. That's www.OnlyFans.com slash Fupa Jones. More than 95 million viewers watched OJ in the White Bronco on June 17th, 1994. Hashtag facts. I was hoping eventually she was going to pull a Bert doll out of her. <laughs> Have you ever seen the anal birth of Bert? Oh, God. Thanks so much for wanting to come on to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoying it, regardless of all the Billy Joel talk and the ass picking. Um, picking and picking and eating. <laughs> By defense, I wasn't the one that brought up the anal birth of Bert this time. That's true. It was the rare occasion that I was not thinking about that movie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm good like that. I'm good like that. I refresh people's memories. <laughs> Seriously, have you ever heard about it? No, I haven't. I have a feeling I'm going to, though, right? <laughs> I mean, if you want. So it's a movie? Okay, so it's a porn loop. This is one from the 80s. It's about eight minutes long. It's so fucking weird. And I'm like, people paid to watch this. It's like in a basement, like with like plywood on the walls. And there are a bunch of like little guys standing against the walls, getting their dicks sucked by a bunch of like big biker looking dudes. Then one of the big biker looking dudes falls to the ground, grabs his stomach and says, it's time. So they all put him in the swing that's hanging in the middle of the room. And he's got his legs up in the stirrup and they're rubbing his asshole, shoving their fists in there. And, and after a while of this, they reach in there and they pull out a burnt doll and then wrap it in a blanket and hand it to him. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I feel like that would be somebody's only fans on Twitter? <laughs> Yeah, it's just like an everyday thing. Like, And I haven't seen it in years. And I do actually search for it because, you know, Fupa, my husband, hasn't seen it. <laughs> and I feel like he should. Neither have I. But I feel like I have because you tell it. It's very so. vivid. It's a very vivid description. I can just close my eyes and see it. <laughs> Once you see it, you never forget it. I will never forget it now, even not having seen it. Just, just the idea of somebody pulling a burnt doll out of a midget's ass is just, it's going to stick with me. There's a lot of like details that are very clear in my mind that I, I spare. <laughs> <laughs> how much how much can you pack into eight minutes now? that's apparently a burnt doll but you know <laughs> but remember it's it's the first 30 seconds is of the dicks being sucked the other seven and a half minutes is the birth so, <laughs> oh that was a long labor so there's a lot of images in my head you know, I want to know how long it took them to stuff the doll up the guy's ass in the first place. <laughs> That's probably why the first 30 seconds was the dick sucking. They had to have something going on while they stuffed the Burt doll up his ass. Yeah, they're like, it's the dick sucking break because we just spent eight hours 
shoving that fucking doll up his ass. Some dude sat at like a table and was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Like there was brainstorming happening here. Yeah, I want to I wanna know what the writer's room was like for this. <laughs> they like been stopped for weeks. Wait a minute, I got it. I just want everyone to know if I could find that movie, I'd probably watch it all the time. <laughs> like I would fucking like press play and record and then pause. Every time I had to fart, I'd press pause again. So I had a tape full of fucking farts. Quotes from the one and only George W. Bush. This thaw took a while to thaw. It's gonna take a while to unthaw. Songs that have horrible lyrics that you love. I feel like all of them for me, really. All I want to do is make love to you by heart. I love that song, man. Yeah, but the lyrics are, it's a horrible song. That's why I love it. She just wants to screw some guy to get pregnant and then not tell him about it. And then lie to her husband or boyfriend that it's his baby. Yeah, I love it. It's so romantic. She wanted a baby for her husband. So she fucked an underage boy to get it. I like that song. I remember the video. I can't help but like scream when I like sing it because it's so like, I don't know. It's heart, you know, I like, I like heart. I got nothing. Mine is The Fuck Shop by Two Life Crew. (laughs) I read you the lyrics too. Mine's every Billy Joel song. (laughs) He's so horny. And then... Of course, do they know it's Christmas time at all? (laughs) That's like tonight. Thank God it's them instead of you. (laughs) Like what? Oh, did they miss that one up? I don't know. Like all I can say is you're talking to somebody that fucking um, just listened to Monster Ballads. Yes. That Sheriff song was on there. And I'm like, oh my God, that's such a like rock night song. Like, <laughs> like cheesy nostalgia. I just remember driving to Colorado for 23 fucking hours listening to that tape over and over again. And Matt Johnson was in the car with me and he was like, can we please listen to something else? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Trailer Sailor. I'm here to give you some great tips on how to be a latchkey kid. Whenever you answer your home telephone, tell them that your mom is in the shower. Even if you know the person, because you never know, a stranger could pretend to be someone that you do know. Hi, this is Trailer Sailor, and I'm here to tell you what to do when you see a friend crying outside after their dad has beaten them. Hi, 
I'm Trailer Sailor, and I'm here to remind you to look both ways before crossing the street. Hi, this is Trailer Sailor, here to remind you that stealing is not okay unless it's from a corporation. Hi, this is Trailer Sailor, here to remind you that if you're riding your bike around the neighborhood and you happen to get curious about what's in the neighbor's mailbox, don't go any further. Stealing people's mail is a federal offense. I learned the hard way. This is Trailer Sailor. I just wanted to tell you that it's great to hug your friends, but at some point in your life when you're in school, and it's usually between nursery school and fourth grade, hugging your friends can give you head lice, and that's a disaster. All right, Rocks Fixers, Rocks Jonesers, we've got for you today the original Jones, Mr. Jones by Counting Crows. Now, you might recall that Counting Crows was famously sued by Bob Dylan for copyright infringement, but Counting Crows frontman and lead singer Alan Dershowitz later revealed and proved that the song was written about he and his college buddy Alex Jones kicking homeless people and hitting on high school chicks. I wanted to revisit an old news article. In 2014, a man was notorious for masturbating with slices of cheese in his car. (laughs) And it was like a real thing. I've found more than one news articles about it. And there's also one printed with him with a slice of cheese with his pants down. I totally heard that story. So I just, I want to know... (laughs) This happened in 2014, but um, I kind of want to know what happened to the Swiss cheese masturbator that was like the notorious Swiss cheese masturbator in Philadelphia. I know. Where is he now? Is he still masturbating in his car with cheese? Where was he masturbating in Philadelphia? That's what I want to know. And I also want to know if it was just Swiss. <laughs> and I swear to God, when I heard that story years ago, so 2014, I said, did he use more than one kind of cheese? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like maybe dude's poking holes in his fucking cheddar. Well, I mean, Munster could work. Yeah. You know? Anyways, his name is Christopher Pagano. And um, he made headlines <laughs> in January of 2014 for allegedly driving around Mayfair 
exposing himself to women, asked them to pleasure him with Swiss cheese. <laughs> Prosecutors did not release details of the fourth incident, except to say that Pagano's alleged harassment included using processed cheese when he approached victims. Oh, maybe he changed to Velveeta. You know the Philly cheesesteak <laughs> tastes better with processed cheese. Or maybe a little cheese, maybe some cheese whiz. He was in Philadelphia, right? Yeah. Isn't That's that how what they use, the cheese yeah. whiz? Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna eat a Philly cheesesteak again. <laughs> so the biggest fucking like downer to this whole story about the Swiss cheese masturbator is that he was married and has a 10-year-old daughter. And then the best part of this article from 2014, his next court date is slated for April Fool's Day. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just want to know if he's still in jail or if he's still, you know, cruising with the cheese. Pegging is a penetrative sex with a strap-on dildo, usually anal penetration. It is usually defined as a heterosexual practice in which a woman penetrates the anus of a man. This definition of pegging is very centered around cisgender and heterocentric identities. However, anyone can be penetrated anally regardless of their genitals or gender. The person penetrating their partner uses a strap-on dildo, often a silicone phallus attached with a harness or strapless a dildo that also penetrates the pegger. Lubricant is also used. According to Tristan Tarmino, gender and gender rules play an important part in pegging. Pegging reverses traditional cisgender heterosexual gender rules in sexual practices. The man is penetrated by the woman, becoming passive rather than active. Can we instead discuss John Cougar Mellencamp? Uh, <laughs> yes. I love I love the Cougs. His music is also a little horny. Is he? Yeah, that's when a spoke was a spoke. And Groove was Groovin. <laughs> that's right. His name's horny and then he changes it. John Cougar, John Cougar Mellencamp. John Mel what is his name? John Mellencamp. But he's still the Coog. Well, according to Wikipedia, his birth name is Frosty Sawyers. Oh, man. Would you change that? No. Or would you just go with it? I would go with that. Frosty Sawyers. His father was a snowman.
You need to pay $20 for something that only costs a dollar. You need to pay $20 for something that only costs a dollar. You need to pay $20 for something that only costs a dollar. You need to pay $20 for something that only costs a dollar. to ask yourself what is the left-wing media trying to hide what else was going on last week <laughs> like clearly this was a coordinated effort to uh keep us from knowing about hunter biden's gun charge uh, he's always <laughs> carrying a concealed weapon how ironic is it that the two things he was charged for are the two things republicans <laughs> have been screaming <laughs> about the last 50 years Abolish the IRS and let everyone have <laughs> illegal weapons. Why Hunter is like the king. He's exposing his hypocrisy everywhere. It's like fucking JFK Jr. Jr. who's running for president as a Democrat. Like, what is going on? I mean, I think that if Hunter Biden ran for president, he might actually win. He might. He appeals to both bases. God, I'd so much rather have him. He's so cool. He would be the coolest president we ever had. Like if we're going to, if it's going to be bad, let it be his bad. Like the pressure gets too much. He turns to crack. I mean, that would be amazing. (laughs) The poor prime minister of India is just sitting in that chair waiting for him to come out. (laughs) He's doing lines in the green room. Be fucking amazing. I would love it. I'd be like best president ever. I'm all for it. Because that's what we are now. That's what we are now. But hey, we've got, we've still got some Hunter Biden to look forward to. Oh, so much Hunter Biden. Like, where is Biggest Fan? You know, at first I thought like it might get old. Like, I don't know. We're still talking about Hunter Biden, but now I'm like, no. He's never going to get old to me. Like, I'm ready for sequels. I'm ready for like the, I mean, the water slide tape. Yeah, you were saying Titanic was in your top five. The water slide tape. (laughs) Probably in my top five. I I mean, it had it all. It had drama. It had ass. It had him pulling his shud. It was amazing. But like, he's living his best life. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, totally. There's like other people there. They're all cold. They're down with it. They're like, this guy's the next president. Cool. Yeah, he's just like sitting there stretching his dick like (laughs) so much. It looks like he's fapping as one does and he's just stretching it it's like a piece of silly buddy yeah he's got that pool shrinkage going on like it's tough without a suit you got to get the flow going when you want to show it off oh i love hunter i'm so glad he didn't make it onto the sub yeah Yeah. that was a close call Mm -hmm. that that was the big bird challenger of this submarine because big bird was supposed to be on the challenger right and that would have wow if you imagine if that didn't fuck us up already imagine if Big Bird blew up. Christ. That would have been like our 9-11. Our first 9-11. We'd be on like eight 9-11s now. The cloud, the the Canadian wildfire cloud, that was like, what, the seventh 9-11? Yeah, January 6th. January 6th <laughs> was, was another 9-11. Vanilla ice, 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 baby. The original 9-11. Orcas attacking yachts. That was the sixth one, I think. That's like us 9-11 and then there's rich people 9-11. Like the orcas attach, 
attacking yachts. I think that's their 9-11. One of the things that I did notice is like usually when something like this happens, it's a tragedy. All of us that want to laugh get told, no, this is a tragedy. And that's not happening this time. (laughs) Everyone's like, no, fuck these people. There were some of those, some of those weird alpha bros were like on Twitter saying we shouldn't make fun of this and exploration is important. Yeah, yeah. Those people hate fun and can go fuck themselves. Oh, yeah. But for a first time in a long time, those are the people that are losing. Yes, they're losing this culture war. So something's happening because no one fucking cares anymore. I got to tell you, I want this down on the record. That day was like the happiest I had been in a long time. And it wasn't like a conscious thing. Like I was like making myself think about it. And that felt like the tide was starting to turn. It was just happening for me. It was the happiest he'd been in a long time. I was happily washing dishes and dancing. He was annoyingly happy. I was on fire. I was, yeah. This was when you got the final good piece of news or just in general? I gotta be honest. I was kind of hoping that the air had run down. He was getting happier and happier from like Monday. (laughs) It was really incremental too. And when he woke up Thursday morning, the air would have run out. And I woke up early. He woke up happy, even though we both knew that it had imploded a long time ago. The thought of them suffocating. God, we're terrible people. But the absolute best case scenario would have been when they lost communication, they came right to the top, but nobody found them. And they suffocated while they were not even underwater (laughs) because the things fucking bolted from the outside and there's no way to open the door. And then they find them like next week, just like bobbing around like a fucking bobber with the orcas. And they crack it open and two of the guys are naked. The whole thing smells like farts and jizz. Yeah, like someone had to let a nut out. It's just porn running on those computer screens. <laughs> I have never been so invested in a news story and never been so happy that five people died. Someone that I was talking to said, well, they deserved it, which I is great because you say that it's almost like, you know, before they even went on the trip last week, you're like, yeah, I hope those guys get fucked. You know? <laughs> In 1997, TV Guide's 100 Greatest Episodes of All Time ranked Season 3, Episode 12 of The Brady Bunch titled Getting Davy Jones at number 37. Hashtag facts. Goodbye, Queen Elizabeth II. Man, you really knew how to work the shaft and balls and slap against your mouth. And it seemed to me you lived your life like the mother of a pedophile Wearing crowns and shit in limousines Fuck you sons of bitches Because she would have liked to know you But you could eat her ass Her candle burned out long before Something about an ass So there was this girl in my class and I don't know why she always mispronounced things. Like she always said like curfus instead of cursive. But um, we were in like science class or biology or something like that. And she was like, Mr. Hammond, would a coyote eat a flounder? (laughs) (laughs) 
And he didn't really know how to answer it. <laughs> and no one else really knew what a coyote was. Where was she from? She wasn't from here. She was. She she was in Harwich because she would be like, hey, you want to come over my house? I got a horse. I got what? A horse instead of a horse. So uh-huh. her parents her parents were from somewhere else because we don't say coyote. I say coyote. Yeah. I always say coyotes now, but I knew it was wrong. Northeast people say coyote, but in like I believe the West, they actually do say coyote. Well, what the fuck is a coyote? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I thought you were saying is coyote. Yeah. A coyote. <laughs> I can't even do it. You do it again, Sarah. But a coyote in a flounder? Wait. Phonetically, it's coyote. C-O-Y-O-T-E. That's phonetic. Maybe she was phonetic. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's a nice way of putting it. I fuck Hunter Biden. Smacking my face with his penis. Filling my mouth with his ball. Drilling me softly with his dong. Drilling me softly with his dong. I don't know if I'd let him fuck me, though. Is it unethical to attend a no-loads-refused, pimped-out cum-dump if the bottom has blocked you on Twitter, even though you've never talked to them and you have no idea why? Well, I mean, I think that uh, no-loads-refused is pretty much giving consent to pretty much to just anybody, really. And if you want to provide your load, and you don't know that you can't, then I feel like you should be able to participate. It's not unethical to go, in your opinion. No, I mean, I mean, if someone told you not to go, yes, but just blocking somebody is not saying don't come here. Yeah, my opinion is no loads refused. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a pretty blanket statement right there. You could, I mean, you could, you could qualify it a little bit, be like... No loads refused unless you've been blocked on Twitter, and then it would be unethical. <laughs> Why did someone get did someone get in trouble for trying to drop a load and not being able to or something? They were refused. Cody, twenty twelve reception. The film sparked a heated controversy regarding its merits, with very differing opinions being expressed by various NGO workers, government and international officials, journalists, and other groups and individuals. We were raised feral, and we were raised by people who did bomb drills in school. Like, that's just gonna make... Speaking of bomb drills, Clem, it reeks in here. What did you do? I fucking blew. I ate some dairy. All right. Sorry. Uh I didn't mean anything up there. After that nice, I came home from work and I like just put down a nice solid log, right? Smooth, clean, like one wipe, you know, really easy. Then I ate dinner and had some hot cocoa. And now I'm dropping mushy soup in the toilet. It's like corn, but not. (laughs) 
I want to know why it comes out whole again after you've chewed it. I know. My dad invented the corn diet. <laughs> <laughs> your, your dad really needs his like own uh, lifestyle brand. He really does because he invented the corn diet. Does it work? I don't know. He's never tried it. He just invented it. That's amazing. Huh. You swallow a can <laughs> of corn. <laughs> don't chew it. Just fill your stomach up with corn before you eat. Because you're going to feel full, but you don't digest corn. Not really, no. No, it's all cellulose. That's the corn diet. Oh, my God. And then you have machine gun poops because that's going to be a lot of corn <laughs> coming out. Yeah, I I assume that that's what the Braiders song Cannonball is about. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Steve? Gutenberg. No. Our friend Steve. Steve Gutenberg has nice hair. I am not talking about Steve Gutenberg. I am talking about our friend Steve. I think I might get the Steve Gutenberg perm. To hell with you and your perm. Have you seen our friend Steve? You don't have to be so nasty. I was just talking about making a positive change in my life. As for our beloved friend, I saw him at the Minimart yesterday. Really? I haven't seen him in quite a while. How is he? He has nice hair. He told me he was on his way to the city. Which city? Does it really matter? Do not answer a question with a question. It is a terrible habit. You will alienate all your friends. Is that what you want to do? Where was Steve going? A square dancing competition. There is lots of movement at those. Steve can square dance like the devil. Yes. Yes he can. His steps are fluid and beautiful. It brings a tear to my eye when I watch him. I need the Gutenberg perm. How much do you think it will cost me? Will you stop with a perm already? It's not a good look for you. Yes, Marjorie Taylor Greene is now um, going to go after Walmart because um, they sell sex toys. Uh, <laughs> I love sex toys in public. And she she took photos and posted it to her Twitter. Yes! And it's <laughs> She's like, just like every member of a Facebook group. Like, that's her whole personality. Like, boomer Facebook group. She's like, if a Peloton became sentient. And was a boomer. On Facebook. Um, just want to know. All right. So I'm like reading about this because I had no idea about it. So this bitch believes that these products sexualize and groom children. Correct. I mean, I guess I guess like grooming children for Hitler youth still is all right. Because that's like what this bitch is all about. But I don't know. That's crazy. Because like, honestly... Those kids don't even know what that is. Exactly. If if they do, then that's on the parent. If you're on the Twitter thread and you scroll down a little bit, somebody took a picture of um, gun magazines in a big rack 
that was next to children's clothing at a Sam's Club. Well, if she's upset about dildos, then she'll be really upset if she goes to the CVS in East Harwich because they have a anal plug called Buzzy Butt there. I have not checked the CVS and Marston's Mills, but that was the first place that I saw the sex toys. Yeah, I was like, awesome, because you can get a travel-sized vibrator. Like, that's fucking cool. But in this this picture, they have a vibrating stroker. Yeah. Is it for both holes? No, it's for men. Go on. A vibrating <laughs> stroker for men. How does this work? I knew about the uh, vibrating cock ring, but like I didn't know they had a stroker. Yeah, so that's her. Um, that's in one of her pictures. I just want to say that I bet you know because she's so mad and angry. She's very angry, but you know that she's also super fucking horny too. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. You know she's mad about that being in Walmart, but you know she has like six of them at home. Well, she probably fucking found them. She probably bought them. But have you heard of the little sucker? Oh yeah. They, they sell the little sucker, which is an air suction toy for vaginal play. Oh, a tush cush, a cushionary lubricant for backside play. That's right. All right. Now we're talking. Well, I don't know. I think it's fucking awesome that... People can just buy these products instead of like one of my brother's friends went <laughs> to the Christie's near our house and bought one of those like water snake things, I guess. <laughs> and he was fucking that, I guess. And my brother could like hear him when he stayed over his house. Oh no. Those water snakes look very fuckable. Girls like I did it. <laughs> uh, Hey, it's me. You know, you're, I know you're not going to believe this, but shit happened and I'm trolling Atlanta. I know. It sounds, trust me, it sounds unbelievable to me too. I don't want to be doing this. But I'm trolling Atlanta. I, you know, I, I asked like three other people to tell you I was doing this to make sure you knew that that was true. And I know you're not going to believe it, but. No. No swordfish here either. Okay. Did I ever tell you about the, um, there was a lady who was screaming in the mall. This is when I was working in the salon in the mall and fucking, I heard a ruckus outside and the mall cops were tackling this girl and she was like on something because she was like strong as fuck. Like, getting these mall cops off of her and everything. They were wrangling her down. So after all the ruckus, like, we look and there was just a fucking tampon on the floor. I was like, that's fucking disgusting. Who threw their fucking tampon on the floor? Well, I guess the girl, like, ripped it out because the mall security was wrangling her around, so she threw it at them. Oh, my God. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking my hero right there. I'm just like, why the fuck do I have to see this shit? But also, it's like one of those things that's unbelievable to see, so... It's like telling the story is like unbelievable. And it's like... You have that story for the rest of your life to tell now. 
Yeah. Why would you not want to see that shit? It's fucking hilarious. I don't want to go to jail. In Massachusetts, it is illegal to own an explosive golf ball. (laughs) I went to McDonald's yesterday. The people in the kitchen appear to be well past retirement age. And the fact that they're in a hot-ass McDonald's kitchen, 75, like hard to walk. It's hard for me to walk at 45. And this is what we do to people. This is what we always do to people. And we turn a blind eye to it. Like, it doesn't have to be this way. But it will always be this way because we're now at a point where, look, if you want a revolution, you got to have numbers. And we're too fat to have numbers. By fat, I don't mean, like, physically. But we're too comfortable. We don't It's a whole lot of red tape to get our shit. No one wants to go through that. Anyway, that's where I am. Let's talk to Gordon Lightfoot, and this is what he said. He said, legs and eggs, love to urinate, they tell me that it feels really great and die 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 my darling they sing to the kennedys and they just sing lullabies back to you and me I remember that was like a thing in the 90s to like hump random things like you know, if they had like a cardboard cutout set up at the movie theater I would hump it or like zombies. I'm humping that everybody shit. did do that in the 90s yeah every at least third picture on everyone's fucking camera roll was of a humping or um yeah, yeah. or yeah you would just like assimilate Anal sex on a friend, even your clothes on. <laughs> you know, that's why you need to be among the enlightened few who just freely <laughs> accept sex all the time. It's more than sex positive, it's sex constant. There's no consent, there's no asking, there's no attraction, there's just penetration and orgasms and semen and eggs and maybe making babies. And maybe a ton of abortions, but everybody's happy. And yeah. it's like the Matrix, but with fucking. Is, is this a no loads refused come dump? Yeah. They don't even yeah. know that there are loads to be refused. Ooh, <laughs> taking that next level. Yeah. I know. Oh, no. All the while, oh, no. all this humping is going on, everyone's afraid of AIDS. <laughs> right, exactly. No one's afraid of AIDS anymore. No, at this point, you've leveled up. You're above AIDS. No, but in the 90s, we were still afraid of AIDS while everyone was going around humping everything. Hold on. No, I'm in sexual zen. Me and Sting up here are, like, lording over the AIDS. Okay, well, Bluey Balls Jones, I'm down here with Magic Johnson discussing AIDS. You're down where with Magic Johnson discussing AIDS? (laughs) Jesus Christ, do I have to come rescue you? 
But I want to know if anyone was humping their son's ass if they actually got any gratification with all of their clothes on. I mean, it depends on the friend. Yes, so. Look, I, I went to a I went to a magnet arts high school for my junior and senior year, and like it was just constant dry humping. Yeah, I can't see life without it. Honestly, like I have like humped a Han Solo and Boba Fett cut out before. <laughs> like not not just moments, but I've humped a lot of things that were really unnatural. Today, on Senior Citizens Arrest, one Friday afternoon, it was lunch rush at the local deli. There was a long line. In walks Phyllis, a senior citizen, who decides to cut everyone in line and yells, Can I get a pound of honey ham? A man in line, flabbergasted, says, Excuse me, ma'am, you need to get in line. She waves her arthritic finger at the deli clerk and is ignored out of nowhere. A caped crusader appears tackling the woman to the ground. People in line cheer. Ah! Yeah! Fucking bitch! Ma'am, you are being placed under senior citizen's arrest. You've committed the ultimate crime of cutting in line just because you're old. Lock her up and throw away the key. We don't need your kind around these parts. SCA takes Phyllis to the station where she resisted taking a mugshot and was shot on sight. I have two fun facts. Yeah. Okay, the first fun fact is that me and Pee Wee Herman have the same birthday. Nice. Another fun fact is Bernie Sanders and Lyndon LaRouche have the same birthday. <laughs> and that's why astrology rules. <laughs> Who's Lyndon LaRouche? I don't even know who that is.
Pokemon go to the polls. Views. The largest rock is Tilt Rock. an 18-year-old who can support themselves. Clem and I were just talking about this the other night. Find me a 47-year-old who can support themselves right now. I I know. Beto O'Rourke. Robert. <laughs> oh, I hate that guy. I think he's older than 47. Oh, poor Beto. He's not someone I like, but he's probably not as bad as I think he is, but I fucking hate him. I just feel bad for him. He tries I so don't. hard, and he no, just doesn't. He barely He's tries. He's never gonna win. He's like, oh, I'm pretty. Look at me. He's like the Evan Dando of candidates. <laughs> piece of shit. And Evan Dando is not a piece of shit, but Beto O'Rourke is. Beto uh, O'Rourke is the piece of shit version of Evan Dando. That's it. Hashtag fact. That's greasy and zitty feeling to me. I need to like get a oxy pad. <laughs> I need to oxy this problem. Go give me some drink. So I go to send Clem a text and I forgot the last thing I sent to her was a gif of the OJ chase. So I'm watching the Ford Bronco just go and get chased <laughs> by the cops right now. I think we'll be chasing us in our minds for the rest of our lives. We'll never find the real killer and I'll never rest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still watching it. Did you guys know that that was Domino's biggest day for sales? <laughs> Not surprised. No, that is a true fact. That was Domino's biggest day was the Bronco because everybody sat home and fucking ordered pizza for dinner. Let's go around the room and, and talk about where we were when the OJ chase happened. Is that okay? Or we don't want to do that. Oh, so I was... Um, dating Eric and we had gone to my parents' house like for a visit or to pick something. We like we weren't planning to stay. And then the chase happened and we couldn't leave. We had to watch. Sarah, where were Not you? Exciting. It's just um No, I it's in, true. I was in my parents' living room and I was flipping through the channels and it was on every fucking day. And then they had like on MTV, they would play like the reenactments. They did that with the OJ Simpson trial and the Michael Jackson trial. And I watched those because I found them humorous. All right. Fupa, where were you? I was I was at a party uh, at my friend Beth's house. We used to have parties there. We were playing volleyball in the yard. When it started happening, and then we all we all started watching it. 
And it was like the party house because like her parents were away and stuff. So you'd, you'd have your underage drinks and, you know, that was fun with the OJ trial going on. So that's where I was. Dude, I suck. I was at work. Oh. Ah. You missed it. You were at work for both the OJ trial and 9-11. That sucks. I was uh, I was at work for 9-11, too. I was at home. We all know Fupa was jacking off at his desk. Hello, my friends. And welcome to Film Corner with Fupa Jones. I'm Fupa Jones, and this is my Film Corner. Today, we will be discussing the 1984 George Lucas classic, Howard the Duck. Is it a good movie? Is it a great movie? It is why the medium exists, why the medium was invented. Now, a lot of people tell me, and a lot of people will tell you, that Howard the Duck is not such a great movie, that in fact, it's pretty terrible. They're looking at it the wrong way, sure. It doesn't hold up, you know, as a as a film or a movie the way The Godfather or Requiem for a Dream do. The thing that makes Howard the Duck so great and so impactful is that it served as a as a beacon and a counseling hope to those outsiders, and it gave us all hope that if a, if an alien duck from outer space can have sex with Marty McFly's mom, look out moms. I mean, it sparked a movement. The incels. They became the Proud Boys. Now they're the Duck Boys. Judged upon those merits, Howard the Duck has launched a thousand boats. May he light the way forever, you ducky bastard. This has been Film Corner with Fupa Jones. I'm Fupa Jones, and this has been my Film Corner, and that was Howard the Duck. On July 23, 2010, the Gin Blossoms played the Barnstable County Fair. Hashtag fact. Walk up to John Cougar at like the uh, Barnstable County Fair and you're like, I want to lick you like a snow cone, baby. <laughs> Good evening. Today, our fellow citizens, our way of life, our very freedom came under attack in a series of deliberate and deadly terrorist acts. The victims were in airplanes or in their offices, secretaries, businessmen and women, military and federal workers, moms and dads, friends and neighbors. Thousands of lives were suddenly ended by evil, despicable acts of terror. The pictures of airplanes flying into buildings, fires burning, huge, huge structures collapsing, have filled us with disbelief, terrible sadness, and a quiet, unyielding anger. Oh, I hear Carl. Hi, Carl. What's up? So I had this idea. I think we need a Carl plush. <laughs> I agree. Can we do this? A Carl what? Plushy. Like a... A stuffed Carl doll. Oh, they already fucking made them. Um, it's like, it's fucking Captain Carl from Pee-wee's Playhouse. I'm telling you, it's the same fucking shit. Okay, then. Should be easy. I want to see if they actually have a fucking Captain Carl doll. I want to be clear. I'm not making fun of you, Carl, in any way. 
I want to hang out with you so much. I appreciate you, and I, I want to have a plushie of you, and that's not weird. Oh, my God. They they have a fucking Captain Carl action figure. Oh, my God. All right, so I'm going to send a picture of that to you. Ah, oh, there we go. <laughs> you got to share that shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is what Sarah's saying Carl looks like. <laughs> I, I, I'm i behind. I'm the- <laughs> Carl, that's right. <laughs> don't look like that. <laughs> no, I, mean, I don't like I want that. I kind of want it too. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Just like how they don't even try to hide the costume makeup on <laughs> Phil Hartman in that picture. <laughs> and the doll looks nothing like it. That's <laughs> not even Phil Hartman. Here's a little story about a man named Jeb. His brother invaded Iraq with a million people dead. Everybody thought that he was just a fool, but we forgot about the war. He's dancing with Ellen and he's cool. Bush, that is, Junior. I'm in the NoFap subreddit, like usual. And we have this Fapstronaut that says, The amount of not-so-dry dreams I've had is wild. Any similar experiences? Look, there are three kinds of dreams. (laughs) Not-so-dry because there's either wet dreams or not wet dreams. There's not like pre-cum <laughs> dreams or pre-cum dreams. God, <laughs> how much would that suck? Even my dumbass brain can't get that pathetic. But what if you're shooting? Wait, are there pre-cum dreams? No. At least not that I'm aware of. The kids do it. It's so... You guys, like, blow a load in the middle of the night. Do you not know about this? I mean, I, I never really thought about it. How's that? This is the first time I'm actually really thinking about it. Well, it really kind of only happens when you're adolescently aged. I don't think I've had a wet dream since the last time I saw your mom. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> Okay, well, here's just a statement. I've decided to quit masturbation forever. It's my personal choice. (laughs) I don't care what others will say. Good fucking luck, dude. How old do we think he is? 14? 17. (laughs) 17 tops. I think he's 70. He doesn't care what anyone thinks. Yeah, he's a senior. He doesn't care what anyone thinks now. Because he's a no-fap senior in high school. He's fucking hard as shit, and you can't get him less horny. I'm never again. I don't care what anyone thinks. Sex balls bursting! I got one here that actually needs some help. I bet. Oh, boy. I love these ones. The title of this one is called Jerking. (laughs) I am on 21 Days No Fap. I just saw my girlfriend and cummed twice. (laughs) We were both naked, but we didn't have sex. I just jerked myself to her while touching each other. Will this make 
process longer to get my morning wood back? And would y'all consider this a relapse? Jesus Christ. This is so many like therapists removed. I I think there's no hope for the Fabsters. Look, it's not that important. It's just sex, okay? Look, I know everybody makes a huge deal about it, but it's just nothing and getting wet. And that's the end of it. I can't get over the fact that he's doing, you know, sex stuff with his girlfriend. And he's like, did I realize? In that community, he's he's the outlier. They don't know what to do with that. No, there's another person there you're fapping. Do people respond, though? Like when people have these crises? (laughs) Because I am very, very concerned with my no-fab comrade. This one gets even better. No one responded to it. No one even cares. I don't even care. This poor guy thinks experiencing sexual intimacy with another human being is relapsing in this weird quest to quit masturbating. No one even cares. (laughs) No, that has to be trolling. That has to be. One of the things I like about what we do is that we kind of relate the internet to old people, but I think we just got out-olded people. I think that's fake. But my God, guys, no one even cares. (laughs) (laughs) I can't stop laughing at it that nobody cares. No one in the world cares. You know, like in a normal society, a lot of people would care about that. And I'm actually surprised that nobody told him he was a fucking idiot. Like in a normal society, I don't think we would even get to the point where someone thinks that. We live in a society. We live in a world where that thought is possible. It's fucked up. Wait, what? Magic Johnson has AIDS? Shit. Didn't mean to go this way. I have money on the fucking Lakers. baby look real sorry about this we didn't mean for you to get it now this is just between you and me but we're, we're gonna fix this I'm gonna I'm gonna take it away from you I've got the cure and I, I know I know that's not enough we're, we're really sorry so here's your 40 acres and a mule all right we're we're gonna give you a chain of movie theaters and those are yours to keep do whatever you want and um Um, We're going to give you a a late-night talk show. Yeah, a late-night talk show where you're the star. The only thing is you can't suck because, like, they'll they'll take you off the air and there's nothing we can do about that, so you got to be good. But, okay, Magic? All right, um, I'll see you soon. Hope you're well. Shit. Okay, bye. Let me tell you guys about the day, uh, I guess it was when I had diverticulitis and I had a fever. Um, I got up because I was in a weird, weird schedule. 
And uh, I got up before Cameron did, and I sat down on the couch, and I started <laughs> smelling something. Oh, Jesus Christ, what happened? That is that is not a smell I recognize. It's not it's not litter box. It, it's kind of like feet, but not really. And I'm like, what the hell happened? And then I got up to pee, and I realized I was wearing my, I think we've mentioned these before, my ball shorts, that uh, they have a hole in the crotch. So <laughs> what I was smelling was my ball sweat from being in bed for like 14 oh, hours. Oh. <laughs> and it was gross. I love that when you sit down on the toilet and you can smell <laughs> You know everything you've done wrong as soon as the cheeks hit the seat. And that's the year, folks. The whole year of legs and eggs. We hope you liked that almost as much as we did. And if you did... Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, OnlyFans, Underwire, which is the extreme right-wing OnlyFans. We've got a merch store. It's all in our show description and shit, I think. So, on behalf of Clem Stump, Sarah the Ruthless, and Heather, we'd like to say thank you for listening. Welcome, if you're new. And we've got an all-new Christmas special coming up in two weeks. Who the fuck knows what's going to be on that? I sure don't. So once again, on behalf of everyone here at Legs and Eggs, go jack off and enjoy yourselves. Woo! Mission accomplished.